Maniguala on 702. Nine minutes now to four. Let me welcome on the lines now MEC for Education in uh, Gauteng Province, Panyazala Sufi. Mr. Sufi, good to talk to you. Hi, Interpreter. Welcome. Are you we well? I'm very well. Thank you very much. Um, thanks indeed. So, so you it's missed been... uh, a nice show on Friday, Interpreter. Oh, uh, no. Well, I, you know, I had to be somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the music was fantastic. You chose the wrong day not to be a director. Can, can, I, can I say that I chose the music? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that I chose the artist to be on the show? It's just I wasn't there. The artist was amazing. <laughs> anyway, let's pick up on what's happening now at uh, Pretoria Girls High. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've had meetings there. Um, firstly, just tell me, w- what are the uh, girls telling you there? Yes, Interpreter, right. I had a series of meetings. Uh, what happened is that I received a petition from Lena signed by almost 259 learners. That raised three uh, critical issues. One, obviously, the issues related to hairstyle. They really believe that uh, uh, the policy is insensitive to their hairstyle because of natural hair, and they're instructed uh, to either strengthen their hair, straighten their hair, or they're told their hair looks like a bed nest, and therefore it's not allowed within the school premises, and people mock them. For example, the other teachers or learners that carry a comb, and, and every time they see a black learner, they will throw a comb to say, uh, they throw a comb at the learner to say, go to the bathroom or go somewhere to, to, to clean yourself. So mm. it just created serious, serious tension, uh, and, and, and has presented that argument. And second is the issue of uh, association. They, they argue very strongly that uh, every time they are more than three students uh, in a meeting, uh, the teachers come to dismantle those meetings to say, oh, what are you discussing? What are you planning? Are you planning to protest? And they feel that they're treated more uh, like criminals rather than students. So they can't discuss uh, class-related or academic-related matters because if they're in a group, uh, the school panic and they feel that they're planning something and they unleash a security company with dogs to come to their school premises. Thirdly, uh, they argue, and, and I really feel this is, this is unfortunate, uh, that they argue very strongly that um, every time they speak their mother tongue, the people say it's funny, they're making funny noises. Uh, they must only speak English. And when they raise other people who are speaking Africans, uh, the school is, is ignorant of that part. So so they feel that discriminated against purely because of the language they speak, the color of their skin, as well as issues related to their hair. So. I give them an opportunity to explain those things, um, and, and, and I really, I, I'm, I'm really uh, proud of these learners because the evidence they've gathered is, is, is really amazing. So they're not arguing or raising issues from nowhere. Each and every learner had a report, written report, presenting that report uh, in a meeting in front of management, and I gave management an opportunity to respond. The management felt that uh, uh, the accusations were so serious they were not ready now to respond to those issues. So I'm here at the school. Uh, I'm, I'm going to meet with the SGP because some of the issues uh, the SGP needs to assist us uh, to resolve the impasse and resolve the problem. And uh, I've, already, I've also consulted the premier of the province. Uh, he has established uh, an imminent group uh, on social coercion led by a, a former constitutional court judge because I really believe that uh, there is a class of cultures uh, and, and we'll need the team to come on board and assist us. But for now, uh, we are waiting to meet with the SGP. Uh, we need to act. We need to take some steps. We need to ensure that some of the issues are not repeated uh, in the near future. And they also raised one issue to say they, they are in touch with other learners in other schools. And they said this thing is not here, MEC. It's not only here in Girls High. Um, they, they believe that majority of our former modern schools, especially and, and some of our private schools, 
they treat uh, black kids with disdain and they want uh, a, a protection and uh, therefore, they are therefore urging me to intervene and intervene disastrously. And for sure, to them, I will uh, definitely mm. I will. But I just have to meet with the SGP later today. Uh, whatever time it takes, uh, by the time we leave here, we should have resolved this matter, and uh, we don't have to fail these kids. Um, sure. They conducted themselves in a non-violent way. They didn't ban anything. They didn't break any property. And I really believe this is the kind of conduct that we need to encourage. But let me just ask you, you say management says, it, it, you know, we, obviously they need to deal with this together with the SGB. It seems to me that this, this thing didn't start like about a year or two ago. I mean, I just took a call from Matabo, who was a student, a learner there about 10 years ago. She says exactly the same problems were there. Is, uh, what are they saying? I mean, surely management should be aware of these problems. That, that, this, that is why I, I, I'm, I'm full of cases of these young girls. You know, they've got the guts. You know, they've got the commitment. They've got the skills to gather evidence. So they're not raising general issues. Or I mean, they're particular, they're specific, and they, 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 they've got the times, the dates right, and everything. So they, they raise this issue uh, to say, no, we're not the only one. It's just that we believe it must end with us here. It can't go beyond here. We believe we'll fail future generation if you don't raise these issues. And uh, old girls that were part of the school were in the premises to support this, uh, these girls, they also raised the issues to say, MEC, this is the culture of this school. So the sooner we nip it in the part, the better. But also you have to balance many things. I mean, you have to balance to ensure there is a respect for the law, the regulations. There's also important that at all times uh, we don't have to allow anarchy to take place. So we need to balance all those issues. So that is why I feel it's very, very important that I meet with the SGP. I invite these young girls. I invite management in the same meeting. Let's iron out these issues and ensure that there is a, a, a amicable solution that all of us will be proud of because of an institution to protect. Also, I don't want to affect the academic program. This is one of the schools that is giving us almost 100% metric pass. So I want also to protect that component to say let's not disrupt schooling, allow these processes to ensure that in the final analysis we can say uh, we've managed to learn out of these uh, unfortunate circumstances. Mm. It's interesting you, you characterize it as a clash of cultures, uh, which, which implies that in your view, at least from the information you've received, there's no ill will, there's no racism here. Well, I'm reluctant to do that because I, that's why I say I'm not an expert in that field and I don't want to, 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 to project myself that I'm an expert. So it's to allow people that are experts, like the team that the premier has appointed, to come and comb the situation and analyze some of the accusations. that are here. Some of the accusations are really gross, to be quite frank. I mean, if a, a black learner asks a white learner, borrow me your pencil, and the white learner says, but your, your, your hands are black already, so you don't need a pencil. You can just write with your fingers, you know? Uh, that's serious, serious accusation. We can't say they're not racist, honestly. I mean, some of the learners, they were asked to stay at the corners according to their tribal groups, and they asked themselves, why are black kids only allowed to stand according to their tribal groups, but white learners are allowed to sit in one place, as if uh, there are no African-speaking and English-speaking learners, or learners coming from outside the country uh, that might not necessarily be South African. So, so why do you want to uh, differentiate in a geography class about tribe? And they were asking, where does geography and tribe meet? Uh, why do you separate us according to tribes in a geography class? So the, the, it, 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 it's really deep-seated issues, Poland. So we need to find a way to say it must not be about uh, this school. Uh, it must be about all our schools in the province. And I, we are committing ourselves as a provincial government to say we'll support 
uh, these kids will support kids that are in other schools to ensure that uh, we deal with this uh, matter decisively. Mm. And I mean, you're talking about all schools. I took a call from a parent in the Pretoria area who says they've uh, petitioned you, they've raised these issues about a particular school which they think is also racist there. How do we address this issue in a holistic manner? How do we finally address this issue once and for all, this issue of allegations of racism? To, to, to cut Frank, uh, Colin, one day uh, I think I'll come to you, Kavazela and Seho, and just show you my inbox. You know, the issues are really disturbing, you know, I mean, undated. You know, issues of racism in our schools where people believe they're not... Uh, and it, it, it's both ways, eh? I mean... The, uh, I think three months ago, I was dealing with one Leonard Branston High, he's white, was also told to cut uh, his hair. Uh, I had to go and protect him, and I also have to, I was summoned by the Human Rights Commission, uh, and, and, and he, he, that child wrote to the Human Rights Commission and said that uh, my rights have been violated here. The school says my hair must not go beyond my ear, uh, and I've got a cultural belief that it must, uh, my hair must be left unattended, and therefore I'm discriminated. And I had to subject the policy to a broader student population with the SGB there, and the SGB made that policy available to all learners and requested learners to vote, and learners voted uh, for the maintenance of that policy. And, and I went back to that learner and say, I can't go against the majority, yes, I know uh, uh, you feel otherwise. And that learner, unfortunately, and I persuaded that learner not to leave school, unfortunately dropped out. He didn't want to go back to that school because of that policy. So it's not only black learners, it also affects white learners. So we need to manage these things. As I say, my inbox is inundated with these issues. Uh, but uh, we are a country in transition. I'm, I'm quite convinced that uh, uh, this thing cannot defeat us. Uh, Non-racialism is the future. I can't postpone it. We have to work together, stay together, and live together. There's no way that we can go back. Mm, all right. Panyazala Sufi, I must thank you very much for now. The MEC for Education, of course, going into meetings now with the SGB at the Pretoria Girls High.